Welcome to a new episode of Sweet But Salty. <laughs> no, seriously, welcome to Sweet But Salty, the bullest point of podcasts. I wanted to record this episode a couple of days ago, but I was still in the midst of writing my beautiful essay <laughs> for uni. Uh, I told you about this in my last episode. Basically, my entire last episode, episode 15, was not just due to procrastination, but it was procrastination. I really did my best to not write that essay. <laughs> but after all, I uploaded it two days ago. It's done. I'm happy. And now we can move on to a new, beautiful, brighter future or nothing, absolutely nothing to do for me. So that's wonderful. No, but seriously, I'm really happy that I have a tiny little break now that I can focus on other things like taking pictures. <laughs> I love it so much. I love the fact that there are still a lot of people, well, not a lot, but there are still people who unfollow me on Instagram when I post a picture of myself. I'm like, dude, thank you. You know, if you don't like me, if you don't like the way I look, then you won't like my new aesthetics and the way that my life is and the way I think and feel at this very moment in my life. I'm really happy when people just leave my little tiny space on the internet and just leave me be doing what I want to do. Yeah, so this episode is titled New Aesthetics because that's essentially what my life is about at this very moment. How would I describe, let's say, my usual aesthetics or the things that I find aesthetically pleasing? We could say they're crisp, colorful, but more on the pastel side. High contrast, definitely, between light and dark. I love cool colors and things with a twist. For example, I love textures, I love lace, I love fabric and flowers, and I like opulent details, and I like this classic brocade, lacy and glittery things. Not necessarily on the glamorous side, but more on a let's say playful side, with dark twists. My style is usually, and that's why my podcast is called Sweet But Salty, it's both, you know, it's kind of harsh and dark, but it's also very lovely and pastel-y and light. So I think that this podcast really captures my essence. The reason this episode is called New Aesthetics is because I've discovered, or let's say rediscovered, a certain aesthetic that I really like. It's more urban, it's raw, pure, kind of industrial, and instead of fabric and textures and volumes when it comes to clothing and softness, I also appreciate architecture and rougher surfaces like concrete and stone, marble, metals. I got a new phone, as I told you, I think one or two episodes ago, and the camera is so amazing, and I love the quality, and I love the aesthetic of these pictures when they're just simply as they are. When you see how much effect lighting has on the image, on the object or person that you're photographing, and you can really just see that without filter. And I do think that hashtag no filter <laughs> is a way of being. I wrote it on Instagram in my post that kind of introduced my new aesthetics. And I really think that no filter and being authentic and kind of raw. I don't know if I like the word raw. I like the word pure a lot. Because by the way, that's also the meaning of my name. So Katerina means pure. And I definitely owe you an entire episode on the meaning of names. I'm gonna get to that as soon as I can. 
yeah, so I think that I love these pure aesthetics when things are just the way they are. And I think we cannot capture nature and we cannot capture something or someone truly through the way that we photograph them. Because the act of taking a picture is an aesthetic augmentation in itself. So the moment you take a picture, you create art, essentially. Sometimes it's just about the art of seeing and the art of being in the moment. And capturing that on camera, I think it's a really interesting topic, but it's also a huge challenge. And it's probably the challenge of a lifetime to get to a level of rawness and realness in your work that touches people. And that doesn't mean I'm going to give up, so to speak, my old aesthetics. There is no old and new, essentially, you know. New aesthetics also incorporate all the things that I love and that I hold dear, but they add this layer of authenticity and this layer of just being. And I don't know if you are familiar with the concept of wabi-sabi. It's a Japanese term that is linked to Japanese design and art. And it's basically the philosophy of seeing beauty in imperfection. And seeing value in the things that we consider imperfect. And I think it's just beautiful that you can take something and look at it and really see it for what it is. I think this episode is just me rambling. I don't have a script as always, pretty much. I'm just kind of sharing my thoughts and maybe we're diving deeper into philosophy <laughs> than intended. But um, I do think that aesthetics are a huge part of who I am. And I just express myself in that way. And along with new aesthetics, I've also rediscovered old music. <laughs> I kind of rediscovered a band I don't know if you know them, they're called Nothing But Thieves. I don't know how you could describe their sound. It's rock, it's raw, but really melodic. It's hard to describe, just listen. I can recommend their record, Broken Machine. Literally every single song is a hit, so great. And their other records are also great. But that's probably a band that I like a lot and that I have listened to a couple of years ago and then totally forgot about them. The essence of this new aesthetic that I love is also about getting back to music that I love and that was always rock and that was always you know distorted guitar sounds because that's kind of the rawest and the wildest thing that you can actually do while still creating beautiful melodies and I don't know just love electric guitars you can play around with the sound so much you can make it sound really light and soft and kind of romantic even I'm thinking of let it go by James Bay for example you can also just like amp it up to the max and like get the max distortion and it's so ah, i have to get back into it my bae is in the corner of my room and she's waiting for me <laughs> literally i have an electric guitar and that's how i started learning how to play the guitar because i wanted to skip that lame shit of like acoustic blah blah i didn't want to do that i wanted to jump straight into rock and rock is who i am i'm a rock chick can't say it enough and i think that I as a person have come closer to who I really am and who I want to be. I think that I'm starting to incorporate a whole new level of being into my life and that comes with relaxation and understanding and acceptance of things as they are. It doesn't mean that I view myself as passive or a person who simply just receives and observes what's going on. After all, I'm a designer and I'm a creator and that means that I create my reality as it is. But it also means that I've understood certain things about life and certain things about me and I know that I tend to stress a lot, a lot, lot, to the point that it keeps me up until 3, 4 a.m. in the morning because I can't sleep. 
And that just doesn't get you far. You know, it doesn't get you anywhere because you lack sleep. You don't function properly. You don't think properly and you don't feel properly. And I'm not a big feeler, so to speak. I'm not very emotional, but I'm intuitive. And your intuition is definitely compromised when you don't get enough sleep, as is everything else. I don't know if you are familiar with stoicism. Stoicism is basically a philosophy that helps you see things as they are and accept them as they are and to move forward with integrity and inner peace in order to find happiness in accepting reality for what it is, but also creating it actively. And I'm currently just starting to really get into it and might come back to it in a future episode. I think this episode is also inspired, believe it or not, <laughs> by the essay I wrote for uni. It was a self-reflection, and I started this essay with a quote from Oscar Wilde, who is one of my favorite authors. And the quote says... We should either be a work of art or wear a work of art. And in my essay, I wrote that we should see ourselves as a work of art and our life as an artistic process and ourselves as the artist. And if we do that, we automatically change our perception of who we are and of our own value because we all know the value of art. Art is always valuable. Any artistic expression, if it's meaningful and intentional, captures the creator's essence. And so I think that our, it's not a responsibility, but it's a beautiful opportunity that this life offers is to evolve and to become ourselves, to create who we want to be and to show it to the outside world. I hope this makes sense and is somewhat relatable. What I love about Oscar Wilde's quote is not just the first part, but also the second one, you know, of how important it is to wear a work of art, to see the value in fashion and the way that you dress, the way that you show yourself to the outside, because essentially I want to know who I am inside, but I want to show it to other people. I want my inner and outer life to be one. And that essentially means that my room and my surroundings are beautiful and harmonized and, and designed in a way that accommodates me all also makes me feel at home literally <laughs> but it also means that i dress in a way that gives me power and i notice about myself you know i had somewhat of a of an interesting you could say stressful and extreme health journey at one point it also encompassed me gaining weight so i obviously also had to buy some new clothes and i know how i felt then wearing stuff that was okay-ish for me and i know how i feel right now wearing things that are just Perfect. And I know how I feel when I wear, let's say, pastel colors versus when I feel when I wear black. And there's a huge difference and you can do so much if you pick your outfits intentionally. You can also match your outfits to the occasion. Obviously, we all do that. But you can go a level deeper and think, what's the essence of this outfit? What kind of feeling does it give me? I don't know if someone can relate to this, but I think the way you dress is really, if it's in alignment with you, then fashion can be a huge tool for growth and self-development to the point that you can become a different person from one second to the other if you change your looks. And I think that's why I'm so obsessed with fashion at this moment. I have come across this concept that I didn't know of before. It's called the Kibbe method. K-I-B-B-E. So from what I understand, Kibbe was a guy in the like 30s, 40s, 50s, I don't know. I think he was a fashion designer and he came up with this concept that there are 13 different body types 
I'm gonna try my best to explain it to you in a very short, concise, and hopefully understandable way. This is such a fascinating concept. I'm at the beginning of my research, so I don't have much to say other than Kibi found that there are 13 different body types, and there are five main types, and they're called dramatic, natural, classic, gamin, and romantic. And within those types, there are kind of subtypes, if you want, but they are considered types themselves. So there's dramatic and then soft dramatic. There's natural and then there's flamboyant natural and soft natural. There's classic and then there's dramatic classic and soft classic. There's gamin, then there's flamboyant gamin and soft gamin. And there's romantic and theatrical romantic. And it's so fascinating because he basically takes into account different features in the body from bone structure to the shape of your hips and the length of your arms and legs, the flesh that you have on your body, your facial features. It's so, so interesting to find out what type you are. There are many quizzes on the internet. I encourage you to take a quiz and to find your type. First of all, it kind of gets you into thinking about yourself in a different way because you see your features and you take a good look at your face and your body and your overall shape and the way that you are perceived. And I love the fact that there's no judgment in it. It's just you find your type and then you know what shapes, what colors, what cuts suit you best. And my type, as I found, is gamin. I don't think that I look petite per se. When you see me on pictures, you could either guess my height or I look taller than I am. So I'm not a typical gamin, but it still fits my type overall. And gamin are basically petite women who are slim and have kind of this boyish appeal to them, but not entirely. I read so many times that the kind of stereotypical gamin was Audrey Hepburn. Gamins are also girly. They're kind of boyish, but girly at the same time and have this youthful essence to them. Those are people who can pull of rebellious styles and kind of rock chick styles and that's totally who I am. And I think that I would probably tend towards flamboyant gamine because I have quite some edges. I'm quite, let's say, bony and sharp and my arms and legs are quite long. I think I do have more drama to me, so to speak. And it's just so interesting when I read that description. For example, a classic type would be a person whose features are all very balanced. So their body shape and their hip-to-waist ratio or their facial features are all very balanced and moderate. Whereas gamin is also balanced but totally different. With gamin you can take single features and they're going to be either on the softer side or on the more dramatic side, but it's not moderate. And the softer side is considered yin, so feminine, and the dramatic side is considered yang, so masculine. But overall, there's still a balance that's created. And that's essentially what I talked about so many times that I feel like I have these different sides of me or you know that I'm quite contradictory in some respects. You can listen to my second episode, it's called Pastel Black, where that was the essence of what I was saying and how I used fashion to express myself. You know, it's so interesting. And when I read this as being one of the fundamental features or the essence of what gamin means, it just felt completely right. And I found it so interesting that my body and the way that I look and 
my personality traits and characteristics. So things I can't really change. You know, you can't really change your personality traits. You can change the way they are expressed and maybe the extent to which you train certain things. But you know, there are the big five and so on. Probably gonna make a separate episode about personality tests if you want me to. In the meantime, check out episode three where I took three tests to find out what Disney princess I am. But it's just so interesting to me that really those personality traits that I was born with and the physical features that I was born with, things I can't change, things that are innate, that are natural, that are just part of me, that they just kind of fit together on such a deep, meaningful level. It was like I'm getting closer to who I am and closer to accepting the different sides of me that are all part of me. I can embrace the way I am and so can you, you know. I encourage you to look into Kibi because it's really so free of judgment. It's really just about finding out what type you are, taking into consideration everything about your looks and everything about your, let's say, natural way of being. And it just gives this beautiful name to it. Sometimes it's hard to like pinpoint what you exactly are, but I'd be so interested to hear from you and to hear what type you are. By the way, it also works for men. Just kind of seeing whether you guessed it or whether you get something completely different or if you feel like that really describes who you are as a person or if it feels kind of strange and what you find, what kind of outfits fit you, you know, what kind of styles can you pull off? That would be so interesting. So if you want to share that with me and if you want to see a little bit of my fashion shenanigans then you can check out my instagram it's at world of Vila. feel free to follow me because i keep losing followers <laughs> no seriously you don't have to follow me i don't care but um definitely make sure to let me know if you want to and i think that's it for this episode new aesthetics for the win keep exploring keep experimenting and do whatever you feel like doing because the best things happen when you're being spontaneous and open to new things and just authentically yourself as you are take care i'll catch you next time bye